Welcome to my channel. This is Mario Lord, also known as Real Estate Guru PK. On this channel, we talk about my real estate endeavors. We also have the top real estate producers and the top entrepreneurs in the country. Be sure to click the link below with Justin P with his Support Black Colleges marketing course. Also with Jason White's Crack the Code affiliate link, click that below as well. Also to support the channel, Weeble and One Finance, Chase Discover Robinhood and Public a stock trading app. We hope you enjoyed this episode. This is Real Estate Guru PK signing up. How y'all doing? Welcome to another episode. Uh, we got a special guest. 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 I'm, I'm going to let y'all introduce yourselves since y'all do so much stuff. Um, I guess I'll start <laughs> with you, man. Okay, so uh, my name is Amber Newman. I'm the CEO of the Boys and Girls Club of Brazoria County. Um not from Houston, but raised in Houston, born in Louisiana and got here as fast as I could. Graduated of Worthing High School in uh, two HBCUs, Dillard University and Texas Southern University. So, Okay. Um, Lamarcus Newman, um, originally from Houston, H-Town, Riverside, High in Florida, <laughs> GI, Southside. Um, went to Worthing High School, graduated in, in the class, the, the fantastic class of 1998. Um, went off to college, Lackawanna Junior College, Kansas State, um, Texas A&M University in Kingsville, uh, NFL, um, program manager, President Obama Foundation, My Brother's Keeper, supported by the organization Change Happens. Uh, so just do a lot. We two row cars. We got the flipping. We're doing so much stuff in the city. And the 2022 humanitarian recipients for the city of Houston. Oh, hey. yeah, yeah, congratulations. Hey. Credentials. Yeah. Uh, we got all that PhD stuff, okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm HBCU too, you know, Texas Southern University mm -hmm. with a master's. Let's go. That's what's up. I love that. Uh, was it important for y'all to go to um, HBCUs? Um. You know, when I came out of the Worthing, it I was used to having a small class, and uh, Dillard University offered that. So maybe in our class at Dillard, maybe it was like 25 students um, to 30. So that was important to me um, because of the way I learned. The, mm. And so I think that is important. Texas Southern was different um, because we got our masters from TSU, so it was a little bit different. But I definitely say if you have the opportunity to go to HBCU at some point, mm. I would definitely go um, just because they were there for us first and supported what um, – we believed in and further in our education. So that's why I encourage everybody, if you don't get your bachelor's from uh, HBCU and you black, then try to get your master's from there. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> everybody didn't have that. The, um, I guess what I want to say, no one, not every kid and household had someone in their ear saying it's important to go to an HBCU. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. for me, it was go to college. Yeah. It didn't matter where I went. So I, I love that you had that in your head. Like, I'm I'm going where my people are and where my comfort level is. Cause well, I don't know if that was my initial thought. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it was after yeah. the fact, right? Yeah, yeah but my parents <laughs> definitely, I, I will say this, my parents definitely said go to college. I don't, yeah. think, I don't think my parents cared about what college, Same. but... Um, I think when I went to visit was when I, I made that, um, you know, that kind of coalition to say, you know what, 
I, I feel like this is a place for me. I see people that look like me that are successful, that are doing things. So I feel like this is a place where I will be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so that's, I think, what made it wow, happen the visit. for me. Mm-hmm. The visit. So my visits were all the wrong visits then. Yeah, and Diller has good food. So that was important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that is. That's your yeah, life here yeah, every yeah, day. Yeah, so good food. Very good food. Very good food. Even though I went to um, a PWI, she said there was emphasis. Even though I went to a PWI, I'm going to say this. I probably went to every single HBCU in the South. Yeah. (laughs) For real. Because I was at everybody campus and people be like, man, how you play football and you ran track, but you used to be at all the parties. You was Mm -hmm. on our campus all the time. But man, when I say this, I enjoyed my college life. I, I truly enjoyed it. I went to... I was on Fairview campus. I was at Dillard, yeah. Xavier, yeah. Um, Texas Southern, Sam Houston. Sam Houston. Xavier is in Louisiana. Is, yeah. yeah, you crossed the I, state lines. I was there. Okay. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> Langston, Oklahoma. I was there. So, wow. You know, so I was at. I, I really enjoyed my college yeah. life. So, I did too. I even did. though I didn't go to HBCU until I got my master's, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that HBCU experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I told my told my kids to do that too. Do y'all yes, do y'all push your children to go to the um, HBCUs? We kind of <laughs> let them decide kind of where they want to go. We we have a, a older child. He did not go to a HBCU. Um, he actually went to um, Independence. Um, junior college, junior college, but he and did sign at Jackson State at first. Yes, at first he did. Yeah. Um, and and the two younger ones, one is in high school and one is in uh, junior high, and we just kind of let them make their own decision as to what uh, school they would feel comfortable going with. But you know, they definitely know about uh, HBCU. <laughs> you know where we at? They we have, took them on tour. Yes, we took them on a, a tour. tour. That sure is did. so we good to do. Yeah. You do it yourself. Yeah, yes. we went to. Um, we actually went. Drove by McNeese. We went to um Well McNeese is not an HBC. Yeah, it was PWI, but we went to um Dillard. We went to Dillard. Dillard. We drove by Xavier. And then we also took them um, to Tuskegee. To, to ski. Oh, real Tuskegee. We sure, yeah, we sure wow. did. That's, by, ooh, I love uh, that. Georgia State. And Florida State. And Florida and Florida and them. Yes. Yeah, These are so some good like, parenting yeah. gems. I don't know if y'all are parents <laughs> yeah. out there, but I'm definitely taking we all did, this. We did a tour. So they have seen uh, different HBCUs. And they Fair were on. View. Yeah. And, and they went to TSU a lot because yeah. we, we were and both we used to there. work them out over there. Yeah. I mean, as a kid, I feel like it's all about exposure. Yeah. Like if you don't expose them, expose them, they have no idea. They're gonna go with whatever they see. So for y'all to take them any and everywhere, I, I love that. That's good. Yeah, shout out to Tuskegee, man. That, yeah, uh, chicken that, chicken spot, that chicken spot. Yeah, it was good. I never forgot that chicken spot. I see. Yeah, 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 that they got a shout out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't know the name of it. Not is, is that what everybody calls it? Is a chicken spot? Like that's what it's known no, as? I don't know. The we name. don't know the name, but it's right by the campus. Every time we mention it, everybody they know what it is. Yeah, I love that about us. Yeah. <laughs> I do. We just we just connect like that. I love that. Yeah. Indeed. Bless. So um, I usually ask my guests like how they started, like like how they came up, like you know through childhood all the way up until like being an entrepreneur. So I guess I'll start with uh, I guess your wife. Yeah. Okay, no doubt. Um, so for <laughs> me, uh, I I don't think growing up that I ever thought that number one I would be a CEO of you know anything. I just mm. you know knew I wanted to work and. Both of my parents worked hard. Um, my dad, he actually was a pipe fitter, so he worked outside a lot of plants. And so, um, and my mom, she worked in the oil industry as like a secretary or office manager. Um, 
And then my mom started working for Warren Moon, um, which... Oh, really? Yeah, he, he had a, a nonprofit, the Crescent Moon Foundation. And so I would go up there a lot. Mm. And then that interests me in working in nonprofit. Exposure. Exposure. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, volunteering. And uh, they would give kids scholarships. They would have a, a celebrity golf tournament. And so I would help pack the bags that they would give the, the players that would come to the tournament and stuff like that. And so... Uh, I didn't really know what the position was called. I just I just knew I liked doing it. Yeah. And um, so then I when I uh, graduated from high school, I, I went to Dillard, and actually I majored in public health because still in my mind because you know when growing up people tell you oh you need to be a nurse a yep. doctor or something that's in the me. medical field or something like that because that's where you can make money at. Yeah. And so um, <laughs> my major was public health, and uh, I thought that I was going to be a physical therapist. So, But I will say this. When I graduated, I went and worked at Memorial Hermann Southwest um, for a year. And uh, I was working in the physical therapy program and uh, said, you know what? I, I don't think I could do this for the rest of my life. Like, I love the patients. Uh, you yeah. know, I would talk to them, and, and I worked on the uh, LTAC, which is the long-term acute care floor. Oh, yeah, I know about the LTACs, girl. Whoa. And so, um, you know, I, I just felt like, you know what, I, I don't I don't think this is for me, like, to do this every day. Cause it's a I, slow world. It's a, yeah, Ooh, and then, yeah. you know. Um, was it, it was like 12-hour days? No, it, it was eight hour days, okay. but it was it was just like the getting patients up, pulling on them, pulling, on, you know, and I'm not that big. So it's kind of like it put a lot of wear and tear on your body, mm -hmm. too, especially if you're doing occupational therapy and physical therapy. Mm -hmm. um, it's a great profession. I love those people that are doing it, but I just felt like that's just something that I couldn't do. Um, and so then I wound up um, interviewing um, for Houston Hospice um, and. I was interviewing for a position in their fundraising department, which we call development, because hospice is a nonprofit as well. And so I wound up getting the job um, there as a, a development associate. It's like the, the lowest of the low uh, totem pole that you could be in fundraising. And so I started off doing that um, and worked my way up to become their special events person. And that's what I, I really loved is doing the special events for them, planning that and raising money for that. And um, that's the fun stuff. That is that the is fun, fun stuff. And, you know, and people always used to ask, well, how, I don't understand how you work for hospice. Like, that, that sounds like just a sad place to like be. Death. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's and it really wasn't like at, at hospice, you know, um, the patients there. Yes, they are uh, in their last days. But it, it helped you to have a different perspective when you walk down those uh hallways and like we used to um get emails and they would say hey this patient doesn't really have family here like you know um if you could go in there and talk to them or read or something like that and so sometimes i would go in there and read to patients even if they were non-responsive then you had some that were responsive and they were very lively <laughs> and um you know and and sometimes you would ask them like hey you know tell me something you know that you remember in your life and just some of the things that they would share you know wow. and you just kind of reflect that's a good question that. to ask yeah. too yeah, and so um, there at hospice, they would do balloon releases for those that they lost. Mm -hmm. And so it was just something different. But we, we raised a lot of money, and I, I had the opportunity to meet a lot of people. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but the Bush family uh, is a big supporter of the Houston Hospice. And so I actually had the opportunity to have know how to party. Shout out to the Bush. Yeah, the Golly, Bush that family. networking ain't no yeah, joke, huh? The Bush, yeah, the Bush family. And so I actually had the opportunity to um, meet and be mentored by Barbara Bush. Oh, for real? And so wow. that was that that opportunity within itself made the whole hospice experience for me like something mm -hmm. that I would never not 
one and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and so after that, I worked in nonprofit, the Houston Food Bank um, as a director. And so we at the time were getting our master's uh, from Texas Southern University. And we took a study abroad trip to Ghana. And um, we went to visit the NEMA school and, and the kids, they sang for us. They greeted Ooh, us. That's it was a blessing. I, it oh, was an experience. Yeah. We, we, you know, went to visit the uh, slave castles um, that uh, President Obama went to. I can't handle that. No I return. would cry. The, and I we saw the cry. door of no return. So it was a, a very, like, breathtaking experience. And then um, walking in that experience, you can even smell like the stench yeah. of the people, like of their flesh being, you know, where they were. And so it like, you know, perspective change. It was, it was definitely. Wow. And so I, you know, grateful, you know, that yeah. um, Texas Southern had that program for us to be able to go to, to see that. And what is and it called? It, uh, the Nemo school is where we went, but then we went to the slave castle where they had, and it, and it's a door and it's called no return mm-hmm. and, uh, in Ghana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, when we went there, we went to the Nemo school and the kids performed for us and they were so hungry. Wow. They were like so hungry for education and, you know, in their villages would walk miles. Some of them had shoes, some of them didn't. And, and from the, yes. And Ivory Coast. And so I told my husband, I was like, man, I wish my kids was this hungry for education, yeah. but you have to put it in a perspective. Right. Yeah. So our kids we are used to us driving them, dropping them it's off all at there. school. It's all there. Yeah, it's not it's really, provided. you know, and so uh, I told my husband, it definitely is. And so I told him, I said, you know what? When I uh, go back home, I, I feel like I want to do more. Like he was like, what? What more do you want to do? Got like hungry. you, you already yeah. do so much. Like what? What you want to do now? And I was like, you know, I think I want to be a CEO of a small nonprofit where I really feel like I can make an impact and difference. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay, cool, cool. And he's a person that if you tell him <laughs> you want to do something, he going to push you to do he it, right? It. Like, he will make sure you run it. He going to be on you, <laughs> like, rice on gravy and making sure you're doing it. So I'm like, okay. So we get home. And uh, I said, well, I think I'm going to wait a year. He was like, uh, wait a year for what? Like, what you <laughs> waiting on? We need like, you like, now, boo. Yeah, he's he like, yeah, you. Exactly. He's like, go on apply. In those words. Yeah. <laughs> just those words. And so really? I was like, man, this crazy. I was like, okay, well, let me just look. I'm, just, You know, I said, I'm going to look and see. Literally, there was two jobs. Two jobs, right? I only applied for those two jobs. Both of the jobs were in Brazoria County. So I'm like, okay, God. Clearly, you want me to be in Brazoria yeah. County. And um, so I applied for both of them. One was for the Boys and Girls Club of Brazoria County, and the other one was Habitat for Humanity of Brazoria County. Mm. So, um, you know, Fast Work got a call from the Boys and Girls Club first. Um, they said, hey, we want to conduct a phone interview with you with some of our board members to see if you would be a good fit. Did the phone interview. Um, on that conversation, you know, they said, hey, great. Thank you. We'll be in contact with you. And I said, okay, great. So maybe like a week or so later, they call me back. They was like, hey, we want to schedule for a second interview. And it's going to be face-to-face with all of our board members. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, no problem. Um, and so I, I go in for that interview. It was a face-to-face. Literally, it was a chair in the middle of the room. And then it was like a table. And it was like 15 people that. at the table. I pictured that. Yeah, it I was did. like 15 people at the table. Um, but thank God I was the only child because I could talk to anybody. Yeah. Like, so that wasn't an issue for me. Yeah. Um, during the interview, you know, they asked me questions, asked me why I wanted to uh, be a part of the Boys and Girls Club. I told them, you know, like growing up, like after my parents got a divorce, we moved here to Houston and I was a latchkey kid. Like literally in elementary as a latchkey kid going home, calling my mom to let her know I made it home mm-hmm. safely. And I said, you know what, if 
this program is available for any kid, I would like to be a person leading this because mm-hmm. I know how it feels, right, to be a latchkey kid. And and so, and I told him, they said, well, um, you know, uh, how are you at fundraising? So I, 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 I said this as a joke, but I was serious. So um, I, they said, how are you as a fundraiser? And I said, oh, well, I have a great reference. You can call my dad and ask him, and he'll probably tell you I'm a great fundraiser because I know how to ask for money all the time, right? <laughs> so, and they laughed about it, just kind of break the tension up in the room, and then from there just kind of went with you the interview. Me. Yeah. Broke and, the ice. Yeah, and so... Um, I hadn't heard back from them after that interview for a little bit. And then I got a call in between while I was waiting um, from Habitat for Humanity. And they called me and I was like, hey, we're so sorry it took so long. We had to get a lot of things in place. And we want to know if you're still interested in interviewing for this position. And so I was like, "Mm." I thought about it. I was like, well, during that, like that, I felt like I was supposed to be there at the boys. And so I told him, I was like, no, I, I don't think that I'll pursue it you know I apologize you know and I wish all the best of luck I'm finding somebody and I was like okay I told my husband he's like you crazy you don't even know if you got that other job like yeah. you like you should have at least interviewed for yeah. the job you know okay, and you I was like for the pay, you know what mm-hmm. man? <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> ask him for it I'm at, well I did already know the pay because I so fundraising I'm gonna look at the 990 so I, I looked at the 990 to see what their other executive and that's was a play making. too before you right. apply for so, a job or non-profit to see if it was in line yeah. with what my because oh, okay. our salary okay. will be. But that's a place, too, as well. It, it, before you apply for a job at a, uh, a non-profit. If it's a non-profit, right. You can non-profit. look up at the 990. Look at the 990. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and it will show what? Yeah, the for, salary. The salary, like oh, for okay. like the top position, okay. like within the organization. So so and I told him, he was like, man, you're crazy. Like, you don't even know if you got the other job. And I was like, well, I just feel like I'm supposed to be there. Literally, like the next day or maybe two days later, they called to offer me the job at Boys and Girls Club. Wow. So I just felt like I was supposed to be God there. God was like, girl, let they go. Yeah. So that, I got that, you. Yeah. So go to sleep. I know. So that that's what it was. And I, you know, have been there uh, seven years. And, oh, wow. Um, aside from working there, we do a lot of um, our own kind of businesses and stuff and, and, and trying to give back to the community in mm-hmm. some kind of capacity. So that's kind of how I got my start in dibbling and dabbling and being an entrepreneur as well on the side awesome do you create programs uh we do for real maybe you we we create we do we create programs um to advance our kids to just show them something different one of the goals that i said when i told them i said i know i've never been a ceo but if you guys take a chance on me you won't regret it Mm. um and so i hit the ground running Mm. um and so just the number of things that we have changed and done for those kids a lot of those kids before they had not been out of the community we we set up a meeting with mayor turner uh, when i got the position and and sat down in his office and talked to him i said listen i'm not asking you for any money what I'm asking for is opportunities for my kids. And he did. He made it happen. So we built a lot of partnerships with the Astros, the Texans, awesome. the Rockets, and that all of That is so good. Yay. Yeah. So they gave our Black kids girl. a lot of stuff. <laughs> they gave I our kids it. a lot, a lot of stuff. And so, you know, I remember uh, the NFL, when they came for the Super Bowl, mm. they invited us uh, to come to participate in one of the camps. And oh. so, and it was at Texas Southern University. And so we bust. Was it four like buses? Four buses yeah. of kids from Brazoria County to Texas Southern University to be able to play in that uh, football camp that the NFL was doing when they came wow. down for a Super Bowl. So our kids and the parents like follow behind because they couldn't ride the bus. So they follow and they were like super oh, yeah. excited about it. Um, and TDCU, the credit union, sponsored those buses for our kids to come down and everything. So it was like a big deal. That was 
the first time for a lot of those kids to really come out of their community and come into Houston. So it was mm. like within a field trip within itself. And then for them to go to a HBCU campus to be there right, for that's a, a whole football other world. camp, yeah. that was crazy. It was crazy. So. Yeah. Congrats to kudos to you. Yeah, thank you. Big kudos. Well, that's what they told me. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I'm making changes. That's yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. So you want to go? Oh, man. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Look, where you started at from after all of that? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. She she done gave a whole... I know you proud. Post. Look how you but, looking at her. You know you proud. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's yeah, sweet. Of course. You know, you, know, you know what it is, but... Man, uh, <laughs> you, uh, you can start with uh, with your sister with the SUC or with uh, the t-shirt one. With the t-shirt, uh, I'm, I'm gonna tell my little story. So, um, I grew up, of course, I grew up in the, on the south side of Hiram Clark. I was blessed to grow up with a two parent household. My mom and dad both from Louisiana, and um, my mom, she basically grew up on the farm. You know, mm-hmm. so when they came to Houston, they was basically you know hustling, bustling. And we grew up in, as you know, in Hiram Clark. Hiram Clark was uh, very, was at one point of time, was predominantly all white. You know, then they had white flight came in. Mm. And then you start having a lot of African-Americans moving in. Um, sooner or later, we had a lot of homes that was like, we had the projects with the aristocrats. Mm. Um, and the community, and I'm not blaming the risk crash at all, but you know, we had a lot of different um, people that moved into the community from different economic status. Right. So from middle class on the way down. So go- going to high school, man, going through school, um, you know, I felt like it was a lot of tension going on because you got middle class with the lower class. Uh, kids coming up wearing nice clothes, and then you had some kids that basically couldn't really afford yeah. those things. Mm-hmm. So you know, grew up it's a, a lot. Of, it, it's yeah. a shock, mm-hmm. a lot of fighting and things like that. So during elementary, I kind of struggled a little bit because I guess I was more so, um, you know, just felt like um, just basically like just struggling with with school a lot. You know what I mean? So. Um, by the time I got to uh, sixth grade, I actually failed the sixth grade at Dollar. Oh, really? Yeah, I failed the sixth grade at Dollar. And pretty much, man, I'm going to say probably 80% of the sixth graders failed at Dollar. <laughs> so I'm going to give y'all a, a, a story right quick. So at Dollar, uh, sixth grade, we had summer school at Woodson, uh, Woodson Middle School. So when the principal stood up at Woodson, Woodson Middle School, he was like, everybody from, just say, for instance, Attic Stand Up, it was probably about. 20 uh, students stood up. Everybody from Thompson stand up. It was about maybe, I'm just say 50. We say everybody uh, from Dallas stand up, almost the whole auditorium uh, stood up. And everybody looking around like, man, you failed. Like, you failed, you failed. I'm talking about wow. girls that we thought, I know for a fact it was females that was like real smart in elementary school. And when I seen their face, I'm like, how you? Mm, you know, how you end so, up here? So in I end up um so we had summer school at Dollar, and then I end up getting kicked out of Dollar because one of the um somebody slapped a girl and I was standing right there. Mm, and guilty by association. Guilty by association. Dang. And then it was like, well, Lamar, cause he ain't um he ain't doing anything wrong. They was like, Well, was you in the area? You know what I mean? And I was like, man, I ain't do nothing. I ain't mm-hmm. slap the girl. Whoop, whoop. Anyway, got kicked out. Ended up, my mom had to find 
thank God for my mom being a researcher and things like that, but she ended up finding a school in Missouri City for me to go to at the last minute. So that was a wake-up call for me. Mm -hmm. And so once I got back to Dallin, I kind of started to surround uh, surround myself around different individuals. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of up from there. What was then, the school like? I'm so sorry. What was the school like that you went to in Missouri City? Like, what was the, was it predominantly what? It was no, a private school. It was like a, oh, it really wasn't like a private school. It was like a, uh, <laughs> okay, my bad. I didn't know. It, it, it was like a, like a charter school. You know okay, what I mean? yeah, yeah, but yeah. It was, yeah. But okay. it was only there for like individuals to basically make up their grades. What, was it, it was like oh, Gulf okay. Shores? It was like it, Gulf it Shores? Was, it was kind of similar like Gulf Shores. Okay. So, end up getting back to Dallas. <laughs> it did, uh, so, when I got to the uh, ninth grade, I ended up having a uh, child in ninth grade. So yeah, I had a son, man, at uh, 14 years old. Had to so, grow up, huh? Yeah, it had to grow up fast, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So then I take that. So now I'm like, whatever I do, I need to make sure I take advantage of every single situation. I'm talking about from the females I mess with, need to make sure I don't mess with no females that's, you know, Going on, you know, going on the wrong track, going. The light doing, bulb turned on, yeah, though, which and, is, and, it don't happen early, for everybody, though. At an early age. Yeah, exactly. So, you had, it was low-key a, a blessing in disguise. Correct. That happened for you. So like I'm looking at females different now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm more so looking at not just the female, but I'm looking at the family of the female. Mm -hmm. now. You know what I'm saying? So instead of you just dating a That's female. Important. Yeah, oh, instead of you please, just dating a. You have to say that again, please. The family <laughs> the of, family. oh my God, whole, that is. Yeah, that dynamic is always oh, hidden, <laughs> and it is so important. Mm -hmm. You're not just yeah. marrying them, you're marrying the family, too. Exactly. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, like, so when you dating somebody, like, it's more so you can look at the looks. Of course, you want them to be beautiful, attractive, mm -hmm. and then after that, you want to make sure that connection, that positive energy, that flow going. But at the same time, you need to take the accountability into that, what that family look like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What's that dynamics between their daughter and their father mm -hmm. if they there or the, how she's uh, relating to her brothers and her, um, and her mom too as well. Mm -hmm. And same thing, and it go both ways. You mm -hmm. know, when a female dating a guy, you need to make sure what's that interaction between that guy and that female, you know what I'm saying? So I looked at like the end of relationship between that guy and their father too as well. So I teach my daughter right now, you know, I say like, if the guy got an issue with, with his daddy, man, you don't need to be, you don't need to be messing with that guy. No, because nine times out of ten, he ain't going to respect me. Right. You, you feel me? So, and then I was on a, um, another show talking about this, too. And I kind of got some flag because it was like a group of college students in there. And it was like, man, Mr. Newman, how you going to say that? Because I don't have an issue with my daddy. I say, well, put it like this. Say, for instance, if, if um, I have some say-so into the relationship or I say something that I don't like, then nine times out of ten, you're going to treat me the way that you're going to treat your father. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You ain't going to respect you? me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I I tell my daughter right now, if that guy don't have respect for his father, say, you don't need to be messing with him. Straight up. And that's 100. Yeah, he, yeah. I stand on that. that. Yeah, he tell her I stand on that. For real. <laughs> Yeah, because I know I'm going to voice my opinion. You know no, what I'm saying? No, it's good to teach your kids. I mean, for me, in relationships, they teach you about the person you're in a relationship with, right? Yeah, it's never yeah. the the family. You know, that's literally an afterthought, right? You don't right. think about the family until you usually meet them. So it is important to tell your kids, like, hey, you know, especially when they become adults and they're becoming, yeah. you know, getting into these serious situations and relationships, like, 
the family and where they come from definitely makes who they are. Mm-hmm. The way their parents love, the way they mm-hmm. have cookouts, exactly. do they hang out, do they talk, mm-hmm. do they communicate? You know what I'm saying? So family dynamic. Yeah. yeah. When it yeah. comes to resolution, how do they how do they resolve things? You right. know what I'm saying? Exactly. Where do they come from? Did Correct. they come from a loud, mm-hmm. you know, or did they know how to <laughs> yeah. calm down? And because you, you can you can yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. I just want to say that. No, yeah, no, no, that's no, true. I'm, that I'm is, but it's good. I I I appreciate that, and I'm taking that into that's that's important. Yeah, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving yeah. it. I, we got to hear more about that, but I'm loving it though. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. But that's just something that I, I, I stand on to the fact that, you know, you got to be able to respect your family, you know, and mm-hmm. have respect for your mom mm-hmm. as well as your dad, you know what I'm saying? And I, I think that's one of the things of growing up in the two parent household that I look at where I hold my dad just accountable as I hold my mom. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a lot of times what you see is when individuals grow up in a single parent household, like they mom can do all kind of wrong stuff. Mm-hmm. And then as soon they daddy do like, don't make a phone call or don't return a text. Mm-hmm. You wanna like, I ain't talking to them no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then mom done slap you, mom done talked about you behind your back, mom mm-hmm. done stole from you, mom done took money out your bank account, but you ain't gonna say nothing about mama, but when mm-hmm. daddy didn't return the text, mm-hmm. now daddy done tore up the world in yeah, your life. Yeah, it's over now. Exactly. The impact is different. Yeah, impact is different. So I hold both parents accountable. And then I want my kids to do the same thing when they date well, they an do. individual. Yeah, they, yeah. Well, our kids <laughs> hold us accountable. I'ma say that. They hold us accountable. They don't forget. They do not forget. Not forget. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So then, you know, so I I, I, struck, I took a little struggle again in um high school where my ninth grade year, I lost my best friend too mm-hmm. in the ninth grade. So that was another thing too mm-hmm. as well. So after that, I started like, I said, man, I have to get on my books and stuff like that. I need to start concentrating. Yeah. And then I went to summer school almost every year. I was like, <laughs> you a faithful summer school. I was faithful summer school. Did you have to pay back then for summer school? Yeah, yeah. man. Oh, oh man, man. Oh, man. Oh. My mom and dad had to pay my summer school, Thanks, man. Mom and dad. Yeah, I greatly appreciate <laughs> my mom and dad for that. You know, that 250, man. You oh, remember that 125 a class, yeah, man? Yeah, I think yes, it was like 200 a class. Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah. At the Madison. At Madison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Summer school too? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dang, at our school, it was like, oh, if you were in summer school, it was like a dark light was shined on you or something. It, it was a, it was a, it was a thing to be in some, well, maybe not for the ones See, in summer school. See, when we was in summer school, it was like that a little bit. And you remember too, like, yeah. but at the same time, like, when I got to Word of summer yeah, school. Word then had one summer, one year. One year of summer school, it oh, was fired up. I didn't what do you even, mean by that? I like, didn't even go to summer school, but I heard about it. Yeah, like, it was like, the, like what? It was like the lit? top of the town. It yeah. was lit. Like, so they, we had, like you wanted to go. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Look, oh, okay. we had three piece of Friday. Thank, oh, for uh, real? Man, shout out to Dr. Mr. Uh, Dr. Dr. Evans. Shout out to Dr. Ryan, Dr. Evans. Dr. Evans. You might be my cousin or something. <laughs> yeah. So look, we had free piece of Friday. So free piece of free a free piece of Friday, you know, in summer school, nine times out of ten, you were going Friday. to school on on Friday. Mm. So we got free piece of Friday, and then we had a concert every Friday. So yeah, little Kiki perform everything, man. It was it was wide up. <laughs> I think that summer school. Summer yeah. school, man. Summer yeah. school. Okay. I went to summer. I'd have been happy to go to summer school. Yeah, but you didn't go to Word and summer school. That's where you messed summer, up. Nah. That's nah, where you man. messed up. Wide the up, neighborhood man. makes a difference. That's yeah. for sure. Yes, it did. So I'm going to tell you this. At Word and something different between Madison is 
Worden, we had a lot of teachers that actually went yeah. to Worden. There was alumni. Yeah. Okay. So oh, they really okay. product of their own. So, so yeah. They, they, they're proud to go. Yeah, oh, they're proud to go. And they're proud to make sure these kids learn, you know, do the best of that they can. Up. It sounds like they just tried to keep y'all Keeping up with the tradition. Correct. Yeah. So they knew what it took because they walked yeah. those halls before. Mm-hmm. You know, so I had a lot of teachers that, man, vouched for me, you know, um, you know, just like we we still have relationships even to yep, the day. To the day. Wow. So they was more so a mentors mm-hmm. back in the days. So um great coaches, Coach Elliott, we had Coach um, Brown, legendary oh, Coach yeah. Brown, um Coach um well, uh uh Ronnie um uh, Ronnie um uh, Oh Coach, Coach Burleson. Burleson. So we had yeah. good coaches. And so then I go on from running track in high school and playing football to getting a scholarship. And it was um and that was a story within itself. Mm-hmm. Um signed with Oklahoma State, end up um my grades wasn't good. Mm-hmm. I pay I, I I at the time I was a qualifier, but nobody told me that after signing day that you still have to keep your grades up. Oh, <laughs> you thought you was done. Yeah. yeah. You signed a dotted line. Well, yeah, you good. do feel that way. You yeah, know what I mean? I, I, that makes sense it's to feel contract. that way. It's a contract. You Scholarship. signed a dotted line, mm-hmm. and you good. So mm-hmm. end up, you know, uh, having fun, you know what I'm saying, Did you go to class? Sometimes. Sometimes. Look, did you go? Uh, Were you at least on the attendance sheet? <laughs> well, you know, I Signing had to pass, you know what I mean? But yeah. at the same time, you got to be able to keep that GPA up, you oh, know? Okay. So uh, I the was The GPA has to match whatever your ACT, yeah, SAT it's score is. It's, it's a so, scale. Uh, kids, kids, kids. I think the uh, back then it was an 820. Now I think it's a 940. Mm. But your GPA is a greater scale. Your GPA have to align with that ACT score. Mm. And the, or the so, SAT score. Yeah, so therefore. Hated that test. Well, that's, yeah, Ooh. that's the NCAA Ooh. rules. Yeah, so you got to make sure. Eligibility. Yeah, that eligibility. Yeah, and you can check that out on NCAA Clearinghouse. Yeah. So anybody listening to this, make sure you go to NCAA Clearinghouse if and check you, that If out. you have a child participating in sports and want them to get a scholarship, go to, that, go to that guideline. They're grading scale. <laughs> so, um. Go from there, and then after that, get a call like uh, in July. So I'm working out, I'm ready to go to school and everything like that. Coach from uh, Coach Cal Cagney from Oklahoma State called me uh, with Coach Kaiser. He was like, Man, we got you on speakerphone right now. Um, look here. He said, Man, you didn't qualify. You're gonna have to find another school to go to. I was like, What? I'm like, man, I don't know how I'm going to tell my mom about yeah, this. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and, and, and I was like, dang. I was like, shoot, coach, what I'm going to do? You know what I'm yeah. saying? He's like, well, I'm going to give you a call back. So they ended up calling me back, and they said that uh, they're going to find me another school to go to. So they talked to one of the coaches at um, a school in Pennsylvania and gave me a call back. They was like, well, we found a school for you to go to. And gave me the contact. You need to call this coach uh, tomorrow. You're going to be expecting your call. So I ended up calling a coach named Mark Duda. And he was like, well, I got one scholarship left. Ooh. And he was like, and it's for you, but it's up to you. He said, we all the way in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? When you said Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania from the like, get-go, I'm like, Man, I'm Ooh. from Texas. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's cold. It's cold. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, Pennsylvania, I don't know nothing in Pennsylvania. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The only thing I know is Penn State. So, uh, <laughs> University of Pitts. So, then after that, uh, my mom was like, well, I ain't about to pay for no flight. 
you can catch a bus. I was like, dang. Yeah, it's already looking down, yeah. So I made a decision, like, man, might as well just go to school, you know what I'm saying? Just bite that bullet. Mm -hmm. So so got on the bus two days and a half, half two and a half days. On a bus? On a bus. Oh, you (laughs) you rode the bus for two days? Yeah, two and a half days from from Houston to Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Dang. Two days and a half. So you had to sleep on the bus? Yeah. Mm. Straight. I'm talking about every stop, bro. Louisiana, every stop, all these country towns through Mississippi, mm-hmm. Alabama, you know, take you through Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina. Man, I know all the stops. Virginia, <laughs> D.C., Delaware. Oh, my <laughs> yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pennsylvania, you know what I'm saying? Maryland, a lot of thinking Maryland, time. Baltimore, all yeah. that. Yeah, a lot of thinking time. <laughs> Seeing where I messed up at, you know, thinking about, man, I shouldn't have never did this, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Why did I ain't do this? Why I did this? You know, I should never hung with this person and stuff like that. So I ended up getting to school, man, and it was a blessing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got an opportunity to play for um, an awesome coach. Mm-hmm. So go from there, went to a, a small school in Kansas, Cloud County, just to run track. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to Kansas State, met great coaches over there, Coach Phil Bennett. Who's coaching at um North Texas? So you worldwide now. You yeah. became. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm. I was in um college. I'm going to um pen relays. Uh, um, we at Hampton. You know, Kings mm-hmm. Dominion. Going to all the parties up there on the East Coast. Yeah, you networking in college. Exactly. Is that going home with different people, building those relationships? Yeah, those are lifelong relationships. Exactly. You don't even think about it when it's happening Mm -hmm. either. Correct. And then me, um, Brian McKinley, who we helped, you know, um, I gave him an insight on going to University of Miami. He become one of the- sister. My sister. His sister. My sister told him about Miami. He ended up uh, going to Miami. He wasn't even going to take the trip. Mm. to um university of miami he ended up going to miami and um he became one of the best linemen mm-hmm. to play at university of miami but go from there go to kansas state end up transferring to um texas a university kingsville uh meet my mentor um dal green who i met at the uh, nfl super bowl party mm. um asking him to mentor me he played 21 years in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a that, long time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fastest man That's in the like NFL. Three careers yeah, in one. one. Yeah, one of the fastest, fastest man in, in the NFL. NFL. Wow. Yes, indeed. And then we built a relationship because he heard about me from one of his family members. And, um, you know, I ended up uh, staying up there with him and then getting a shot at, at uh, playing in the NFL, San Francisco 49ers. And, um, going from there to working in the NFL, yeah, and then I ended up working um, with the government, and I stayed with the government for seven years, traveling the world, learning wow. different language, know how to speak a little bit of Arabic. Lot, lot let me of hear something. What you let me hear you say something. Uh, Salam alaikum, kafir halik, hamdulillah, shakbar, shoot in the hell. Okay, now what did he say? What did he say? You don't know what he said. Some words. What did he say? She could count. Yeah, you I can. can, you can yeah, I can count. But so we we also lived overseas too Correct. in the oh. Middle oh, East. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. 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 Shout out to my Middle Eastern people too. As yeah. Well. Yeah. So I ended up taking a job um, at Texas Southern University, and um, I back up a little okay. bit, and I I, I I ended up um, meeting a prince of um, Kuwait, Michelle Asabar. Um, that was having a flag football game that we put on on a military base. And it was like one of the first times that uh, we was able to introduce um, American football to the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, he brought so his he team. he came to watch it, the Prince? Well, he had his own team. Oh, 
Oh, yeah, so, he loves football. Yeah, he For loves real? football. American football. American yeah. football. And I didn't even know who he was. So I'm sitting up there having a conversation <laughs> with somebody. You with he, the prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he have a throw bone and we having a conversation talking about football. I'm like, man, this guy know too much about yeah, American football. Yeah. He calling names out. JJ Watts was with the Texans at Jimmy. JJ Watts, and he knew all these different uh, players and stuff like that. And then up there, I um I started seeing the news cameras coming mm. and they interviewing him. Like, man, oh, he's somebody, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So then we sat down, we talking more about football, and I was like, man, let me get your contact right quick, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then we end up to changing numbers and stuff like that, and I got his assistant uh, number two as well. Come to find out. That's what you a, need, the assistant. That's, that's, the, that's, that's the, the assistant is the plug. That's the, that's the, the plug. plug. Yeah. Tell everybody all the time. <laughs> yeah. Everybody always trying to reach the that person. person. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the most important person is that assistant. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So even though, you know, people go online, let me try to get in contact or let me try to book this person for my event or meet this person. No, you go on LinkedIn and find that assistant yeah. mm-hmm. and reach out to the That's assistant, right. yeah. build that relationship with that assistant. Mm-hmm. And then now you got the Because they got the schedule. They got everything. They yeah, know everything. They, they know everything. The, the, right. the publicist too. The publicist exactly. too. Yeah. The publicist too as well. So, mm-hmm. so end up meeting the prince and then we gained that relationship. So I took a job at Texas Southern University and was able to leverage that relationship with the Prince mm. to be able to um, bring $41 million into an HBCU, yeah. wow. which wasn't done before through international Congratulations. Staff. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> so, now that's uh, giving back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Um, Doing that, and did, uh, did they give you a plaque for that? For uh, oh, he got a lot of recognition, not necessarily from Texas Southern, but from the city, from uh, even, that's not that's from overseas. That's, yeah, so it, I, you know, in the Middle East, it, the the culture is very big on respect, right? right and so, exactly. like, if they feel like um, you're somebody, and he told them, hey. Uh, if you send the kids here, I'm going to take care of them. And because him and the prince had that relationship, the prince trusted him and he knew. So he sent all his kids. And one thing about the Middle East is that they pay for their kids to go to school. So they run run their bill up and then they just take their black card and just one swipe. And that that zeros everybody balance out, right? So international tuition is like between 11,000 and 14,000, right? And we talking about Per semester. Per semester. You know what I'm saying? So you're looking at that, that's $28,000 a year for one student. So we got up to almost 1,100 students, total Mm -hmm. international students. So you can imagine swiping that times $28,000, you know what I'm saying? Say, Yeah, definitely do. I got a lot of recognition um, from the city of Houston. Um, I had people reach out from all different types of uh, news Yeah, PWIs networks. were reaching out trying to figure out how yeah, yeah. Had uh-huh. all these people going to this HBCU the because their, mapping, huh? their, exactly. their enrollment wasn't like that and those numbers. And so they... It was even, in the newspaper. Yeah, they, yeah, the Chronicle did wow. an article in reference to that to say, well, TSU has, you know, 1,100 kids and then the U of H had less than that. And so they called him and was trying to figure out, the man, what, was you, less. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what are you doing compared to what we're doing? And so, um, you know, it, it's just like when you're networking and building relationships, then people can't take that mm-hmm. away because mm-hmm. it's just it's yeah. that relationship. And so um, I said, even if people uh, try to replace you, uh, they really can't. Yeah, uh, replace you because nobody is going to be able to do what you do, what you do. Mm-hmm. because exactly. you have a special. Like, like, I just look at it like this, you know, uh, God put everybody in different situations. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody have their own lane in life, you know? So uh, whatever he has for you is for you. 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? So oh, I say that prayer all the time. I'm yeah. like, God, whatever you have for me is for me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So those relationships that I built, yeah, I was having fun and I was enjoying my college life. Mm-hmm. But it was those people that I met from all different walks yeah. of life. And then those arenas, those areas, those um, schools, those institutions where I met these individuals, of course, they was in positive you know, areas. Yeah. So at the same time, these individuals become doctors, lawyers in the music industry, in the uh, movies industry. So now I have these relationships for life. And then of course, shout out to the Alpha Phi Alpha, the members of the, you know, the Bi-9, the the coming. You know what I'm saying? So then that's another network within itself. It definitely is. When when you're a part of Divine 9, I'm gonna say this, that it is a lot of network. So it doesn't matter across the board. And I'm on the square, so. Yeah, Yeah, so across the board, like if, I'm not gonna lie, like if, somebody's um, sending their resume and they are part of the Divine Nine, I know what type of person they are because I know the commitment mm-hmm, that they've mm-hmm. made, right? And so, because we're all about service. And so I'm, you know, definitely look at it and be like, okay, yeah, this is somebody we've been That was explained to me about sororities too. too. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That was just explained in general. Like my aunt, yeah. like I said, she's an mm-hmm. AKA and she told, I was like, what is, what is the connect? Like, what is it? You know, because yeah. I didn't understand it. Oh, yeah. And she's like, put it like this. If you get a job, just like she yeah. said, if you get it, if you're applying for a job and that boss is an AKA, if that's on your resume, yeah, you're going to get an interview. Yes. You're going to get an interview. And beyond, most likely, Correct. too. Yeah. You know, because... And you don't have to be an AK. <laughs> no, that's you what I'm saying. Like be part of the Divine any, Nine. Any part of the Divine Nine. Gotcha. Uh, like, if I if I come across somebody and they're an alpha, um, you know, omega or whatever... So it just I'm, speaks different automatically. Yeah, because we know that we're or, all... Or, 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 you know, doesn't matter. You know, Kappa's out there. You know, I had to think about them. Shout out to Shout out to all y'all, okay? Every sound, every symbol, all y'all. You know, but but yeah, it just says because we're all about service. Right. So true. I know that they're going to be mm-hmm. about service, mm-hmm. you know, so that's why I said uh, when you come across even, you know, it's just a good network. Like, I, you know, you I can, I can look in the director. I can call if I need to somebody mm-hmm. that I'm trying to get in contact with to say, hey, I'm trying to do this. Um, can you give me advice or tell me who I need to talk to? Yeah. Um, because people are in different parts, you know, mm-hmm. around the world, mm-hmm. um, in different industry, you yeah. know. But y'all be showing up. Yeah, like y'all show up. Yeah. Like uh, my grandfather had passed away suddenly and my aunt, she was naked. It was so many of you yeah. all there. Like what? I was just like, wow, you know, yeah. like people who didn't even know her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But knew or knew of. And I was just like, wow, this is this community is not a joke. Like mm-hmm. the support is Real. outstanding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Sure. Yeah. So we do. We So after that, end up working with uh, Change Happens. And um, they had a uh, grant supported by President Obama with My Brother's Keeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, huge mentoring program. Met a guy named Noah Pinyak. Yeah. Who, uh, he passed away. But um, Such a good man. Yeah, yeah. And, so his, he, and his wife, Tiffany. Correct. Like very good people. So we, me and him talked, and we had, um, and he was like, "Man, we need to get you over here, man, so you can become a mentor." He said, "Man, you did so much in your life." So he said, "Man, if we can get you on board, man," he said, "Would you be willing to be able to help with this mentoring program?" So started working with them, man. It's been a blessing from yeah. there. You know, was able to mentor so many young men at Yates High School. And work with so many different artists yeah. and um, different people. Silent Listen Party with um, Meek Mills. Mm-hmm. Um, we did a thousand coat giveaway um, with Lil Five Baby. Thousand, really? We did um, uh, twenty five distribution food. Yeah, food with distribution Ghana. with Ghana. Yeah. Um, 
and Wale. Yeah. Trade the truth. Little flip. Everybody came out. Yeah. Uh, Maxo Cream came out. So with those guys, and we do a lot of things behind the scene. Yeah, you know, and then with they a lot of different uh, artists they, and, yeah, and people in the industry. They do, and then they also built the uh, George Floyd Field at Yates High School, and yeah. so he oh, reached out to the NFL cool. and got funds donated from the NFL and the Texans. They match what the NFL yeah. gave. Yeah. So shout out to our CEO, yeah. Miss Helen Stad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she powerful great writer. Yeah. Powerful great writer. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So from there, we do. Um, Two row cars. We got the two row cars. Yeah. Going. How many do y'all have? Five. Ooh. So it's like, what's, what's the levels of these vehicles? <laughs> so, I'm just trying to see. Yeah. So we um have the um Maki, which is the Mustang uh, yes, SUV Mustang. electric Mustang, oh. and then we have um. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, don't think I saw it. I'm like, what is that? Yeah, yeah. and it, it, it gets it up like, too. It looks like a truck. Is it's an SUV. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice. Yeah, it's so fast, man. Without it's fast. You, going. you won't even know <laughs> what. Like, yeah, it's so smooth. So like, you can hit that gas and you going about yeah. ninety, and no, you it's just so smooth. Like you don't, so don't even really don't know even that know you're going that fast. You can be driving. Not in Houston. I don't need that. You can be driving on the highway and then you think you barely hitting the gas right and then you'll look down and be like hold on 90 what 95 you know what yeah <laughs> yeah it's crazy without it, no no kick or yeah anything like that. It, it really mm-hmm. gets up and then um is that a popular one yeah and no, i think the fusion the is fusion the yeah the fusion really? is a fusion yeah, hybrid yeah because it's really good on gas and it's a hybrid uh-huh. so like a lot that you one never think yeah you but think of the fusion. luxury car no, would be the but high, that one you know what I'm go, that one is always out like we that one is rarely like with us stop so. lying and wow then, um, i wish i would have got another fusion yeah that's yeah. What wow yeah. yeah and then the next one is um the land rover and then we have a, a genesis g70 Good. and that one does uh really well too mm. um and then we have um, the lifted truck the lifted uh f-150 and so ah. that one does yeah, well yeah, too. Yeah, I, got one of them. I like them yeah so yes. what i did so what we did was we was uh basically finding cars that we would love to drive you know what i mean at the same that time makes sense. at the same time we could put it on two row and then they'll pay itself back mm-hmm. so Basically, not having that liability. Mm-hmm. That liability as an asset. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So. Yeah. And so that's one thing we did. And we um, invested with some people on, um, on some the Airbnb Airbnbs. project. Yeah. 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 And it's in Third Ward. Um, and we have that. And a lot then. Of people doing that in my neighborhood. They're Airbnb and the houses out there. Oh, what? yeah. But you know what? They're going to. Well, I'm going to say this. And, yeah. yeah I'm going to say type. this. That's good. But but I know how your neighborhood is. So they might want to just kind of. What? Be, calm you know, down? Yeah. yeah. Calm why? down. Tell me why. I want to know. You know, because. I want to know. I will say this. And in Pearland, they have changed some of the uh, things to an Airbnb. Yeah. So, heard, like. Um, like rules and stuff? Yeah. yeah. So they put mm-hmm. some some laws in place. Because what, what it is is that. You said. You mean Pearland, Texas? Pearland, Texas. Yeah. I yes. used to live there. I got my uh, rims taken because I live close to Hiram Clark area. Oh, okay. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, I okay, yeah, you, was on, that, you Look, was on the line. Hold on, hold on. I was. I, I got to say this, though. Off of and West Orem. Yo, I got to yeah. say this. I see y'all. And he can attest to this. And Hiram Clark, it's an initiation process. Yeah. That every person that moved there, you're going to at least get your house broken into that's how it felt. or something stolen from you the first time. And it ain't going to happen no more. It was so but strategic, that's though. Process. But they put, it, they put my car on bricks. Thank you, I guess. But I was, I mean, and the car wasn't in that apartment complex. I wouldn't even say three days, oh, yeah. y'all. So oh, I was man. like, y'all were like literally. That <laughs> yeah. scared me though, low key. Because no, I'm like, they're watching, watching. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. That's why, like, insurance and coverage. That's why, even even to for where we live right now, 
I'm like this. Oh, like, yeah. he, I don't believe in putting no, like, say, you know, you buy a TV and you got a box of TV. Mm-hmm. And then I see so many in higher clock, like, you put that box of TV outside. Somebody gonna break into Man, your house. Somebody right? breaking into your house. So even <laughs> so, right now, what I do is I make sure that I, um, you know, tear break that the box, box up, down, break, put it break in a that box put down, it in a trash put bag, trash put it in the garbage can. Mm-hmm. So, but and, and we know, don't do not put any TV boxes outside of your house. I still got that. Yeah, it, and we live in the suburbs, suburbs for real, for real. <laughs> so like, ain't nobody but like still, really. We don't like people in our business either. Yeah, right. but, but like, that's why the thing. you get a TV. So he still had that mindset of right. like Harm Clark mindset. Uh-huh, somebody so watching. I'm like these. People ain't watching like that out here. Like, it's not even a bus line out here. Like, yeah, ain't nobody coming out here like that. You never know. Yeah, yeah but yeah, that's, that's his know. mindset. But either way, if y'all are far and few where y'all at, then they might really be watching y'all then. Well, there's enough of us. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's a good balance. Yeah. There's a good balance. Okay. So we got, we do the app. <laughs> Airbnb. It's an Airbnb. We do Airbnb. But uh, so the, the new project <laughs> that we're working on, too, is the Biggest Boss Conference with mm. uh, Tiffany McIntosh. Mm-hmm. So we, um, our uh, Boys and Girls Club supported 30 of our kids within our club Yay. to be able to go to yes, have indeed. lunch awesome. with Master P Shout and Romeo. Tiffany McIntosh and Calvin, yes. too. And Cal- Brother Calvin. Brother you cannot Calvin. forget Brother Calvin. Yes, and Brother so, Calvin. Uh, we didn't forget you, yes, brother. And so uh, we we definitely are supporting that event, lending a hand to try to make sure they have the right people in the room. Um, and I, Tiffany comes with so much energy. Oh man. yeah, she has like major energy. Like mm. that's somebody yeah. if you around you her, excited. yeah, she yeah. makes you excited. Mm. Like yeah, she makes you does. really really excited. Mm. Yeah, she 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 make you a uh, e- even if your if your faith just smaller than they must have seen, she gonna make you believe. Oh, mm. Man, we yeah. can do wow. it. Let's it's go. Mm. So she fired up, man. Shout out to her. Yeah. And then also uh, Patrice and what she doing. Yeah, Dr. She Allen. Dr. Um, she's yeah. with the G Unity program and so they're um, also gonna have a segment where the kids that won uh, part of the G Unity um, uh, program, they're going to be talking about that how that looked and what they went mm-hmm. through and um what they're working on now and so for those that don't know about that would be so good yeah That's and it's like good. kids talking about it right yeah. so then the kids are in the room to it's hear relatable. about it right yeah. mm-hmm. um and for those that don't know what the G Unity program is is um 50 cents um he came to Houston and he put this program within I some see. of the inner city schools so like we have it at Worthen High mm-hmm. School they had it at Cashmere High School mm-hmm. Wheatley High School where some of the schools that they're having it at I know this year coming up oh next year sorry next year they're gonna be well, no, this year. Year, they're gonna Madison. have Yates and Madison um, to be a part of the program as well and he, so he donated um, the proceeds for the concert wow so, yeah, yeah from the tycoon yeah, he bringing to the Hollywood to Houston I yeah. heard yeah. He's, yeah, he's doing a lot of we sh- yeah, shout out to 50 Cent hey, 50. yeah and then shout out to Shatana uh, that's working with 50 Cent, Shatana Nelson. So they're doing some big things here in Houston to try to like Houston the we Hollywood kind of thing yeah. you know well we we deserve it but I'm gonna tell you this I'm not looking forward to this housing market like it's already up because these California people moving down tra- here the traffic, the traffic oh, and crazy. that traffic right yeah. Yeah. Crazy, yeah yeah so I mean but there is enough space just just don't don't move <laughs> south on 288 y'all stay on like 290 nah, over there. don't move yeah. north either don't move yeah. north on 59 don't move just yeah. don't, don't yeah. move All right. just don't <laughs> 
Don't move east on, wait a uh, on 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 I-10. Yeah. You know, don't move east, uh, west on I-10. Uh -huh. Man, just don't come to Houston, man. Yeah, well, you know, the mayor, the mayor, visit, not, the mayor not gonna like that and Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee we not gonna, gonna like visit. that coming. Yeah, we just <laughs> bring the money into the city. city. Yeah. Yes, money and jobs. We not yes, we not tripping. But so. it's good to see. I love that though. We yeah. we yeah, it's it's necessary. The kids need it though. You oh, know what absolutely. I'm saying? We need yeah. to see that. We need to see our potential. We need to make sure our kids see that potential too. Yeah, they have yeah. a lot of people that's gonna be a part of the conference that are from Houston that are mm. doing a lot of amazing things. Worthing band. band is gonna be performing, um, designed to dance, or sure. they're gonna be performing, yeah. Um, with Tracy. Kiati gonna be there. Kiyati yeah, Kiati's gonna yeah. be there. So it's gonna be a lot of people that are from Houston got, that are uh, Isaac. Oh, Isaac, Isaac and Moore. Yeah, Isaac and Moore. Um, mm -hmm. He's coming too. Um, and he supported some kids too. Oh, Zoda Go. Yeah, Zoda Go. Yeah, Zoda Go. And yeah. then also my boy CEO, Maddie uh -huh. Day. Yeah. 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 So that's the thing. There's going to be a lot of um, people at the event. And Jigger they're going to be talking. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jigarobus is going to be there. Um, as well, and so there's a lot of people that are from Houston that are locking in to participate yeah, and be a part of this event, this. I like right? That. And so, I mean, there's a lot of people outside of Houston as well, but um, I think it's good for um, people to come in and kind of see like mm -hmm. these are people that are like in Houston and Here. Chris Senegal, mm -hmm. yeah. Chris oh, yeah, Senegal, yeah, yeah. Oh, like TJ, buying TJ, the block, TJ, yeah, So there's a lot of people like that. TJ Fred brother, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, a lot of people that's um, a part of this that is gonna be a big deal. So, um, Dada and Tiffany, yeah, yes, indeed. Tiffany Parker is doing yeah. the PR for the event, and yeah. then Dada, he One is um, working on. Um, putting the whole event together, the conference together. And so um, he's doing a wonderful job too, by the way. And so uh, it's a lot I'm of moving excited. parts. Yes, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of moving parts. And so it's going to be, I think World Vision is coming too, right? Yeah, World, yeah, Vision. World Vision. I don't know if they, I, I got to check in. With okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's supposed okay. to be a lot of moving parts. I think it's a good event, uh, basically providing financial literacy, man. Mm. We have Eric Thomas. Who's a motivational speaker? Yeah. You know, uh, Little Romeo, Master, Master P. P. You know what I'm saying? Vivica, Vivica Fox. Fox uh, yeah, yes, I love it. So that financial literacy piece is something that I think that um, our youth as well as adults yeah, need really. to hear. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because like so, like I just look at things like this. Even for us, the things that we have learned through research and being on YouTube from the guys Earn Your Leisure. Shout out yeah. to them too as Absolutely. well, uh, who we have a good relationship with. Yeah. Um, that teaching that financial literacy piece, learning them different plays, learning different ways that can basically save your life, save mm -hmm. you time, you know, or uh, save you money. Mm -hmm. You know, even we have played too as well on how we was able to um build our house, build our house and purchase yeah. land. Purchase you know, land. uh, we was able to um uh, find land. Um, we bought some land, found some land for thirty thousand. And you know, when you look at it, when you finance that, that's like $120 a month. That's mm. a pair of tennis shoes. We spend that on food, right? No way. So at the end of the day, you find that land, you sit on the land for a certain amount of Let time, and then use the equities to start the building yeah. process of building your house. Yeah. So that's just things that, you know, we didn't know. That coming was a up. huge gem. You know you what I'm dropped. saying? Yes, indeed. Yes, <laughs> Y'all just dropped. Yes, indeed. So, wow. uh, even, you know, those different things like that, man, it's just a blessing. Mm -hmm. And you can learn those things. Like, I tell people all the time, go online, watch YouTube, watch different people's stories, mm -hmm. watch their, from the trap and the testimony, yeah. watch, they, watch their testimonies um, from which they came, and then learn things from uh, from each individual. Because somebody always 
what I what I notice is most successful people always gonna drop gems. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So y'all wanna end it right there? It's up to you, man. <laughs> we just said we okay, just well, uh, talking. What do y'all see yourself in uh five to ten years? Mm. Mm. <laughs> man. Uh, so my goal is one day to run for office. I don't know. I, you know, I would. I'm like voting, girl. I got you. I'm your first voter. <laughs> As right. a mayor? Registered. No, definitely not a mayor, but okay. definitely to be like a commissioner. Okay. Uh, I feel like uh, in that sense, I can still help the different organizations that I'm affiliated with because they make the decisions for those um, state dollars. And um, even uh, for your commissioner, they're the ones that help with the housing, the uh, mm-hmm. community block grant, you know, and that's some of that housing money. Mm-hmm. So for those that need that. And so, so I'm trying I, to be in the nitty gritty. Yeah. Yeah. I want, I want to be the but, one making the decisions to help our people, mm-hmm. you know, and up. making sure they, they, not just our people, yeah. but everybody, everybody. Mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, everybody clarify that real <laughs> yeah. quick. Yeah. Yeah. There he go. There he go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Politically correct. You know what I mean? Yeah, you gotta yeah. be that way, you know, yeah. so. I get it. Well, I got you, girl. I'm gonna vote. Yeah. Thank I'm gonna vote twice. Yeah. Right. So for myself, I don't really know yet. What I do, man, in my life is just more so as whatever God put on my plate, I'm going to eat. Mm. Okay. You know, so um, evidently, I've been getting that buffet, you know, so uh, <laughs> I'm going to continue It's not on. bad to eat, though, yeah, man. Exactly, exactly. Mm. So um, evidently, you know, I just thank God for everything that he put on my plate. I'll continue on writing these goals mm. down and then just these opportunities that, he provide for me. I'm gonna continue on taking advantage of it. So wow. I I don't know where I see myself in the next uh ten years, yeah. but or uh, five years, but uh y'all be watching. Y'all you know gonna what be saying? on TV I got something. Uh, in red, white, and blue, and in suits yeah, and all yeah, of that. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. So it's gonna be a blessing. I'm awesome. just gonna say that it's gonna be a blessing. I like that y'all had two totally different answers though. Yeah. You know, yeah, and I hear yeah. a lot more people giving me your answer now versus growing up life period. People are just like, you know what, I don't even know. And I don't mm-hmm. it's okay that I don't know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. with growing up, it was if you don't know, oh like, yeah, it's a bad thing. You know what I'm bad. saying? Like you're yeah. not you don't have it together, you don't know what you're doing. So I appreciate y'all's answers. That's that's sweet. That's See, good. And then I look at like my life is like <laughs> I I don't question God, but mm. I have been like how many people from the area that we grew up in in the inner city to go to a school like a word high school where predominantly african-american high school lower economic area on sunnyside hiring clock and get an opportunity to sit down with a prince or yesterday right. get an opportunity to sit down with the attorney general and have dialogue with individuals like mm-hmm. that or being able to have conversations with um presidents and, of companies and CEOs from um, Fortune 500 companies. So, like, we've been blessed. Like, when I say blessed, like, yeah. being in, sitting down with the uh, commissioner of the NFL, Roger oh, Goodell, yeah. or we in a, a, a restaurant and we sitting down having dialogue, dialogue with the owner from the uh, Chicago Bears. And we actually having a conversation, laughing, yeah. joking. So, our life been like a blessing. Yeah, you know that's what awesome. I mean? So, yep. I don't know. So, in five years, you know, we, I'm going to run it up, though. Yeah. I'm just going to say that. I'm excited to see. I'm going to run it up. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, would y'all have a problem if, if y'all kids wasn't entrepreneurs? No, no problem at all. No problem. No, no problem. Yeah, we encourage them to be entrepreneurs, yeah. actually. You what know? if they don't want to go to college? I feel like 
Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we, we not we not doing that. We not doing we, we not doing that. Big My college graduates. So we already, here. I'm gonna say this, we already have them prepared to go to college. Okay. Yeah. So they they participate in curricular extracurricular activities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So therefore, in therefore the way we set their their base, the way we set their foundation is for them if they want to be successful in this sport and they want to reach their ultimate goal in this sport, it's no way shape and form that they they gonna have to go to college. Mm. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And the so. thing about it is, it's, it's nothing wrong for those individuals um, that don't go to college. It's nothing wrong with that. But I feel like when you go to college, you are exposing yourself to over 10,000 people on that campus right. that Networking. even yeah. if you want to start your own business. I, I have a student now, um, my, uh, one of my kids, she goes to Dillard University, Amari. She actually has her own business that yeah. she does on campus. And mm. just imagine like, you wouldn't have had the opportunity to touch that yeah. many people at one time, even if you are starting your own business. And a lot of people, you know, say, oh, yeah, college is for it. It's not. But it helps you to develop relationships, which is yeah. the most important thing that you can do. Put your own. Yeah. Right. Right. And so my thing is, like, I, I definitely, you know, expect for my kids to go to college. And I feel like this. I, and we pray this all the time for um, each generation and our family to become better than the next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we and, pray for our great, 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 great grandkids. And so the thing about yeah. it is, if mm-hmm. if we have a master's, uh, my husband and I and my kids, the expectation is for you to be better than us. Beyond, exactly. Right? So then you need to at least achieve what we've achieved, and that yeah. would be a master's degree, and then move forward to mm-hmm. something else, right? Eventually, we want to get our doctor's degree yeah. too as well. So that's something that's in our plan too as well. Yeah. So we ain't mention that, but that's something that we have. <laughs> Y'all going to do it? Yeah, yes, it did. Yes, it did. <laughs> So, but that that's just the thing. Like we just have that expectation and it and it just helps enhance mm-hmm. whatever you're trying to do. Right. Because just like this podcast, right? Like just say you thought about this on a college campus. You could have had kids coming from this stay in your dorm or whatever coming through and then the podcast would have blew up because Telling guess dorm what? stories. The or parents, whatever. They're gonna tell their parents to watch it mm-hmm. and they may be from Kentucky. Right. They, and then you got people you're from all over. Now. That's yeah. from all we just over. Talked about that. Yeah. So, so then you say, hey, you know what? Ma'am, um, I'm going to interview you because you're from Mississippi, right? And we're going to talk about what's going on with the water situation out there, right? If you're on a college campus, and then they're going to tell all their people, y'all watch watch me, I'm going to yeah. be on this podcast. And really, right? that's how mm-hmm. DJ School got around right. because, of, because the of the college students in the military. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to say this too as well. When you look at it, like those connections and, and being exposed to that, look at DJ YL. DJ oh, YL, right. he's one of the top DJs in Saudi Arabia. So when he was out when he was out here in Houston at Texas University, he told me, he said, man, he loved the DJ. I said, do you have DJ equipment? He said, yeah. Okay, so what we did was let him DJ for our international day. Boom. I said, okay, he jammed. He, he did all good, this. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to put him on the TSU 90.9 radio Open station. Doors. So once yeah. he was on the radio station, boom, he kicked good. it. Opened so many doors. Now he's one of the top DJs yep. in the Middle East. Yeah. Wow. Blue check everything on Instagram. And then we also had somebody, uh, Rose, wow. Model Rose. Yep. So she was somebody that did photo shoots out here in Houston. And as you know, in Saudi Arabia at the time, you know, she's like one of the first female models from Saudi Arabia. Hmm. You know, so, you know, it's kind of taboo, yeah, you know, just to do to that. Yeah. back in the days, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. t- in their culture. So, but now look what she's doing now. She's like one of the top models. She's in uh, L.A. She's with Paris Hilton. She's with the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. She's with all these different people. So on their college campus, it's just so much exposure. Yeah. Over there. 
people get an opportunity to see who you are, you know what I'm saying? They enjoy your personality, enjoy your spirit. And then after that, they're going to want to share their spirit yeah. around the world. You learn about yeah. people yeah, too. Exactly. You learn so much about people. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Okay, um, I got like an either or, but I ask both of y'all. Okay. <laughs> and then we'll be done. Oh, Lord. Hold, hold on. Let's okay, brace okay. for this. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, uh, rental property or Airbnb? Oh, e. Airbnb. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I say rental property. Rental property? Okay. <laughs> I, I say, well. <laughs> the way she's looking at you. Airbnb. It, it, well. Yeah, you can say I've been too. Cause you gonna get your money. You gonna get your app. money. You don't really have. You, you don't really have to own the um, property. Either. Correct, correct. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Correct. So therefore, you know you True. that liability right. making it an asset. Okay. Yeah, I've been B. I'm gonna say I've been B. I'm agree with yeah. her. Okay. All right. So yeah. look, see. Well, okay. Yeah, okay. Airbnb, you gonna get your money. Hey. <laughs> um, money or equity. Mmm. Ooh. We just talked about equity. So yeah. because of the equity we had in our land, okay. I mean and just and just equity it, transformed into money. So equity. Equity. Yeah. Okay. Equity. Give me the, the equity. source, yeah. Earn your leisure or sleep is for suckers. Ah uh, man, don't do me don't like do that, that, man. We gotta do I gotta I feel like we shout out drink. to our boss I, with I feel early like we don't drink champs with that question. <laughs> <laughs> doing some stuff like that, be, yeah. you know. I'm like, look, uh-huh. yeah, I, I, I can't. Both I, I, I like watching both of them, man. Both of them have both some them. good but, content. Correct, but you know, our boys, um, early 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 early. we got a good though. relationship with them. You know, say they I always mean. answer our calls. You know, uh-huh. what I'm saying? give us the. The freebies, you know what I'm saying? So, okay. earn your leisure, man. Earn okay. your leisure, got I, it. Earn your leisure only because our relationship with them. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. I haven't actually met David Shan. David Shan. There you go. But, uh, you know. Oh, we're bo- going to meet him now. Yeah, we're going to meet him. We're going to meet him. Yeah, we're going to speak that to his <laughs> Yeah. But, okay. the boys from Earn Your Leisure, like, we hung out with them. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I'm saying? We trade plays with them. So, earn your leisure. Yeah. You know okay. what I'm saying? Shout out to them, man. Number one podcast, man. Wow. It is. It is. Uh, two million followers or a rental property? <laughs> they, well, the followers can get you some rental property, man. I'm caring about the I'm caring about the next generation, man. Okay. All right. Give me the rental properties. Okay. I can get less about the She followers. said, I don't know. I need my <laughs> people. Two million followers can get you some money. Correct. And then you can buy a property with the, you know. With the, with the following but, but, of but, the. But if I have as many properties as I have followers, then after that, nine times ten, the followers going to follow me anyway. True. Because I'm popping in the city. Yeah, Let's that's go. True. That's yeah. true. Let's go. <laughs> so you love him. You know you love him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Dream champs are earning leisure. Okay, I'm saying drink champs. I love, you know, I, I I love I I love both of them. Yeah, for different but we still gonna say earn your leisure. Earn your leisure. There you go. But I did like the show um, with drink champs when they had um, well a couple of them when they had fifty when they had Jay Prince and they had um, somebody else they had uh, uh, Lil Flip. Uh, yeah, when they had the shout out to the the Houston culture, but uh, on Jay Prince, man. And the reason why, like, I got so much respect for him is because when we was young, man, we used to go to the Dwight Jones basketball camp. Mm-hmm. And my mom used to send me there every summer with my boy, Sid and Eric. And um, Jay Prince used to come out and talk to us, man. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm talking about every summer, come out and talk to us. And we shared dialogue, you know, we used mm. to talk to each other and stuff like that. So every time I seen him somewhere, he always spoke. 
So at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, love uh, drink champs because what they got yeah. for the culture, okay. interviewing individuals, talking about their testimony, their life. Mm. But, you know, earn your leisure, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they get straight to the yeah, point, yeah, though. Yeah. It's yeah. more so about the relationship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm loyal to the relationship. Yeah, definitely. Know? So I'm just like one of y'all doing something, and you know y'all doing y'all thing. We gotta support y'all. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know and support I'm also about that respect. <laughs> uh, eight fifty credit score or a million dollars? Oh, that eight fifty credit score all day. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say <laughs> million dollars. The million dollars, cause with the million that. dollars, I could pay everything off. And then after that, yeah, I could run the play. Free. I could give me about, like I'm trying to get. I, I, I could give me about two LLCs. Okay, right. And then after that, make sure that I'm leveraging my LLC okay. to get that A plus rating on that Duns and Brad. Okay. Now I ain't got to worry about the credit score too much. Long that credit score <laughs> between the six hundred and seven hundred. Oh y'all heard after it. That, my my Duns and Brad Street. I got A plus on all my business, and I can run the play with that. You know what I'm saying? What credit score? Yeah, what? Yeah, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. What? But you know your credit score have to be good. You yeah. know what I'm okay. saying? Yeah. But that million dollars, you know, I can run some plays with that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? My daddy probably over there thinking that girl should have said that million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it out of my pocket. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, tour or Airbnb? Airbnb. Airbnb. You said tour Yes, ma'am. I'm going to say Airbnb. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 I'ma say I'ma say Airbnb because it's a it's a lot of man. That, but Turo, I'ma say this. It's good. Is the return good. quick on Turo? Though? Yeah, it's yeah. as it quick is. as an Airbnb. It's the same. It's okay. The same. Well, no, I'ma say no. It's not because you don't have to furnish your car. True. You gotta furnish that Airbnb. True. Yeah, you do, yeah, and you it's do. a lot of little gonna, things that can make or break money. Airbnb Yeah, you're gonna spend too. more money with that Airbnb because you gotta furnish it and it's some other things, right? Right. Mm -hmm. But my Turo car, I just gotta keep it clean and maintenance. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, gas. It's a give or take. Oil. It's a yeah. give or take. Or yeah. what you can do is you can get you a credit card. Boom. You got five thousand dollars on the credit, credit card. card. Boom. Go swipe that credit card to get you some furniture and everything else. And then your Airbnb gonna pay that pay credit card back, back. And then you're gonna continue on running that money without yeah, any liability. Yeah, you still Let's gotta go. pay it back Let's with go. that profit. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I'm still Let's saying go. Let's go. <laughs> you feel me? Let's go. Okay. Um, Kansas Kansas State or TSU. HBCU, man. I got to go with the HBCU. HBCU? Okay. I got to go with the HBCU yeah. because of that experience, those professors. Um, and shout out to TSU. So I sit on the on the board, the advisory board for the School of Public Affairs, Barbara Jordan, Mickey Leland School of Public Affairs. So uh, definitely I'm going to stick with TSU. TSU. And shout yeah. out to the staff members, man, that they've been holding it down since um, 2010 at, um, at TSU. You know what I'm saying? Like, Individual, they have a lot of staff, uh, people that's there, that works there. That they really, genuinely care about the kids. Genuinely care about the kids. Yeah. You okay. know what I'm saying? Not a paycheck. Especially, especially the people that have been there since back in the days, mm -hmm. and they still working there. A lot of them alumni, like a lot of them have gone there most as well. Of them, most really? of them. Really? Most wow. of them. And yeah. then um, they still there. They still doing their thing. They care about those students. Mm -hmm. And you have to have a heart to be able to work on the HBCU campus yeah. and want to give back yeah. to those mm -hmm. students. Yeah, you do. Because you know, mm -hmm. those students coming from all different yeah. walks of life. Yeah. You know, you have students that's homeless. Yep, you have students that sleep in their cars. Yeah. That is so, so true. So at the end of the day, if you working on the HBCU campus throughout the nation, shout out to you. you know yeah, true. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. Thank y'all. Okay. Thank y'all yeah. so much.